and you can live with nothing. You don't have to have money. You don't have to have things. But if you want more for your life or you want to live in a nicer house or drive a nicer car or have a nicer world around you, that doesn't necessarily come from money. It comes from perspective. And if you can have that little bit of perspective and have that little bit of mindset that you can understand that that is great, but also what you've got is also great. Hello and welcome to the Freedom with Nicole podcast. Today we sit down with the wonderful Becky Lamb. She is a mother to two gorgeous twins and she is also engaged to Fabian Coulthard, a supercar driver. Becky is also a vlogger, TV presenter and ambassador and influencer. She's also had some incredible achievements in her modelling career. She has won Miss Bikini World, Miss Swimsuit Australia and she's been runner-up in Miss World Australia as well. Um, and she's got such awesome wisdom to give to us today. So let's get on with it. Hello and welcome to the podcast today, Becky. So thank you so much for taking the time to um, spend with us. And can't wait to learn from you and everything that you've done in your life so far. It's my absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, actually. It's okay. It's very cool. It's been a little uh, tricky trying to get all yes. this organized <laughs> and to be sitting next to you for a period of time. So it's nice yeah, to be here finally. It is. Thank you. So um, in your words, tell us about you and where did you first grow up and get started with life. <laughs> With life. Well, it's a, a long story, but I'll try and cut it down for you. So I grew up in a place called Anna Bay. It's part of Port Stephens. It's about an hour north of Newcastle. So I grew up there. I moved to Newcastle uh, when I finished school. I studied a degree there. So um, a Bachelor of Construction Management. I didn't finish it, but I'll get to that in a minute. And yeah. then uh, I moved from there to Sydney to pursue modelling. Um, I lived there for about a year and a half, but met Fabian, who's my fiance now, um, just as I was moving to Sydney, we, our paths kind of crossed at that point. And then a year and a half after living in Sydney, I moved to Melbourne uh, to be with Fabian. We spent three years there and now we live on the Gold Coast. So we've been here almost four years now. So Yeah. Yeah, and now I'm working, living on the Gold Coast. Traveling has really stopped for me because when I was living in Sydney and Melbourne, I was doing a lot of traveling yeah. for my work and things. So. Um, that's kind of changed the game for me a little bit, but now I'm sort of getting back into the swing of things, which is yeah. really exciting. Yeah, awesome. And along that journey, what have been some of your biggest standouts and highlights for yourself? Uh, for me, it's certainly been independent. So when I grew up, um, my father passed away when I was six, which really shaped the way that I saw the world yeah. and still do see the world. So I realized that time is very short. The people that you love are very important. And for me to get the most out of my life, I wanted to do things. I didn't want to be in the same town forever and do the same thing that everybody else was doing. It just didn't interest me. I wanted more. I was always craving more. Yeah. So for the standouts for me was my father passing away and molding that for the rest of my life. But for me, being independent was moving houses, um, making money, getting jobs, really standing on my own two feet and not having to rely on anybody. So as soon as I could... I remember the outstanding time for me in terms of finances was when I went to the shopping mall, I bought a pair of shoes and I didn't check my bank account to see if I could afford it. Yeah. And it was the most liberating feeling. And I thought, that's it. I want that for the rest of my life. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And I'm so glad what I noticed when you answered that, when I was like, what's been some of the biggest highlights, it wasn't some award or some achievement. It was actually more of like a value and a moral that you learned and went through. And I really, I really loved your different answer to that because it was really I felt from the heart as well yeah and such a good message to bring to the world as well yeah <laughs> I grew up with nothing materialistic so for me materialistic things are really valuable because yeah. for me to buy something and to be able to afford that it meant for me that I'd achieved so much in my life to get to that point and it was 
so much more mental and phys- like psychological learning to enable myself to be okay with having those things or gaining those milestones for me. Uh, as much as it, awards were really cool and they do stand out, my awards can be materialistic. And I know the sentence that I'm saying seems very, uh, I'm not sure what the word is. I, I'm sort of lacking that at the moment, but it's more like it, the meaning behind yeah. the item that I've purchased means yeah. so much more to me than being able to wear the item and show it off and feel like I am something Yeah, because I'm wearing that. I don't feel like I'm something because I'm wearing that or using that or whatever. It's more that I've achieved that and how proud I am to be able to have that. Yeah. Does that make sense? I love that. And then you also take that into your relationships with other people so your relationships are meaningful and it's not about the car or the clothes or the whatever. It's about a person's heart and their value as well. Absolutely. Their worth doesn't come from materialistic things. Their worth comes from internal. And I love that message that you're just portraying, not directly in that, but yeah. Yeah, thanks. I I feel really proud of myself to be able to say that because – I, we live a very privileged life, Fabian mm. and I. He obviously, in his career, he's a supercars driver and he's very successful in that. And we live a, a very beautiful life because of the the life that he has created yeah. for us to be able to live. And I'm lucky at the moment because I don't have to work, but yeah. I have always wanted to work and I always have worked for yeah. myself. Everyone asks me, how much time did you take off maternity? I said, absolutely no maternity. Yeah. I was emailing the day I gave birth and the day after and the day before. So it, it's never really stopped. It probably never will. Yeah. But for us, you know, it's very easy for us to say how great our life is because we lived somewhat of a privileged life, but that's not come without sacrifice and hard work and when we have this kind of, I think, facade of what we wear and what we do, um, particularly online and in the media, it can be perceived as this other other thing where, oh, you must be X, Y, Z. And coming from somebody who's yeah. never had money, I grew up with parents that, well, only one parent when my dad passed away, my mum didn't have a background of education mm-hmm. or have anything to gain out of um, out of a job or anything. So she, she literally quit work up until I was 15 or 16. And in that time, it's such a moulding time for somebody to be learning all those experiences and not having any money. I went to a private school and I'd gained a scholarship for that, so it was the only reason why I was there. Yeah. And I was really privileged to be spending a lot of time with those people that did have a lot of money in their family and, and have all that wealth. So I learnt a lot of behaviours that were I perceived to be really good and really bad from having yeah. money. And I never yeah. really want to display those negative ones. Yeah. I want to be able to either share that or have um, some kind of understanding about the money that I've got, where it's coming from, how I make it, how I can be smarter with it, that sort of stuff. So yeah. this privileged life that we live can be perceived a certain way, but we really try and just be who we are but do the best thing that we can with the money that we have. And, when, you know, I don't think we're very flashy with our money. Yeah. I don't think we're that kind of people. But, yeah, it's money has always just been – a part of my life. I get you. But we didn't want to make it to be such a negative yeah. thing. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I get I you a hundred percent. Of course. <laughs> yeah. And and what you said in there too, you also saw the, the good and the bad and you didn't want to model the bad. And I think that in so much of our lives and people we meet, we can always learn from everyone and like take the good, learn the good, learn from the good, implement that. But then if you see the bad, we'll learn how to not do that or how to not treat money or a person or 
something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't have to make the same mistakes as everybody else. Yeah. Done. You can learn from this. Yeah, and yeah. fast track your <laughs> yeah. growth, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. That's awesome. And what do you feel one or two of your biggest challenges have been to date? And I guess what I'm really interested in sharing in this podcast is the mindset that people have used to take their life from literally – place like yourself where you you grew up with just a single mom and not that much like financial wealth um but to now where you've grown yourself to be such an incredible person and role model um what has been some of the biggest challenges along there and what was the mindset to that you approach those challenges with well, that's very complimentary that yeah. you say those nice things about me. <laughs> I just feel like I'm just a normal person, just yeah. living a normal life. But when people say that about you, it's, yeah. it means that you make an impact. So that's very yeah. nice. Thank you. You do. You do. Yeah. Uh, some big events for me and the mindset that I have, I guess because I never wanted to have my kids experience what I did in mm. the same way. I want yeah. them to understand that it happens because without perspective, you can't grow. Yeah. And we, And I wanted them to see that, you know, mum and dad work very, very hard to give you this life, but you have to earn it yourself as well. We're not just going to give that to you. But um, the the main parts for me and and those moments, I guess, just all stem from my childhood and, and, and knowing what was truly valuable. Yeah. What's important. And you can live with nothing. Yeah. You don't have to have money. You don't have to have things. But if you want more for your life or you want to live in a nicer house or drive a nicer car or have a nicer world around you, that doesn't necessarily come from money. It comes from perspective. And if you can have that little bit of perspective and have that little bit of mindset that you can understand that that is great, but also what you've got is also great. Yeah. To be great for what you've got um, and to understand that that's not always forever. You have to be patient too. Like you can't have it all when you're 22. Yeah. There's very few people that yeah. do and lucky them, go them. But yeah. as long as you're working and putting one foot in front of the other, trying your hardest every day, that's all that anyone can ever expect yeah. of you. And I, I found I never had any expectations on me, so it really took the pressure off, which is both good and bad. Mm-hmm. I was never forced to do my homework. Yeah. I was never forced to do all my uni work. It was purely self-motivated that I yeah. had to do it. And there was many times where I was not motivated at all. I get you. I get you. <laughs> I and think that's pretty normal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. We all go through that. Even, yeah. even still today, you know, there's some days you wake up and you're just not as motivated as maybe the day before for whatever reason, you know, um, sleep or sickness or just in general you want a rest day or whatever. And then some days you're super motivated. I think that still happens back when you have to do your homework. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Or like the the dishes or going to the gym or all of that stuff. Yeah. It's just, I think the mindset is about, I I kind of always thought to myself, well, I'm figuring this out now. No Mm -hmm. one's ever going to give this to me. Yeah. If you want it, you have to work for it. If you want it so badly, you have to go and get it for yourself. No one is going to give it yep. to you. But that goes for everything. Like Agreed. Health, um, friendships. Yeah. Like Relationships. Being, children. Right. Like Being yeah. a nice person. Yeah. Everything. You know, if you're, if you're not bothering to put in the hard work, why do you deserve that? Yeah. And it doesn't mean hard work slogging away. It just means like being a little more clever or thinking yeah. about something a little bit more or, I don't know, just not doing it the hard way all the time or the worst way that you could think of. Just really trying your best yeah yeah but trying to just be a little more clever I love that that's an awesome message and (laughs) it is yeah and I love that you have like such a humble approach too you're like um you know I don't I just feel like a normal person like and I think that's that's awesome because we are just humans at the end of the day yeah we are all the same Yeah, yeah yeah and whether it's status of money or someone with a huge like Instagram following 
or a celebrity that we look up to or anyone. Like at the end of the day, we're human. Like, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And being able, sorry to interrupt you. It's sorry, okay. And being able to find that balance in the understanding of, um, I, I, like of being not so jealous of somebody who does have that. Yeah. I was such a jealous kid. Everybody else around me had all these cool things and I never had any of those. And it's easy for me to say now because I do have a lot of those nice things and to be very humble about, pardon me, my experiences and, and the things or that I have all the things that I'm doing and things. But coming from nothing, you can achieve it, but you just have to have that right mindset and that continual motivation, which is really hard to do that for yourself. Yeah, You do have to have people around you, but if you don't, it's still possible. Of course. You just have to find that within yourself and no one's going to do it for you, so you have to do it for yourself. Yeah. So if you keep going back to that and, and, and thinking about what else you can do for you and how to make you better and up your skills, there's so much stuff that's online that's yeah. free. Oh, yeah. YouTube. Wow. Well, Google. I, six <laughs> months ago I didn't have a YouTube channel. I didn't know how to edit a video and then now I've got one and I'm like, okay, I'm still really basic at it, yeah. <laughs> but I didn't pay a cent to learn how to do it. Yeah. And I just learned everything off, yeah. off YouTube, literally. Me too, like so much, because I don't have a business degree or anything. No, but you don't um, really need it, depending I've, on exactly, what it is. Yeah. You don't always need I know. that. I've learned so much from YouTube or Google yeah. and, and different courses along the way as well to learn specific skills. Um, but so much like this, like how to get this podcast plugged into this laptop to get this podcast to work um yeah, very high tech yes. I know, especially when you add two mics in it yeah. sounds simple and yeah. then there's technology and you're like I need YouTube yeah and I followed I'll... a YouTube tutorial exactly that's how we all learn and then you test it five times and you fail probably four and a half oh, out yeah. five yeah and then you're like okay I think I know what I'm doing yeah and I'm sure you've like recorded things that either haven't recorded properly. Uh-huh. It's my biggest or... fear that I'll like press the wrong button at the end of a podcast and it'll like delete it all and you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> but that learning, often you don't figure that out unless you exactly. learn that the hard way. Exactly. You're like, okay, I'm never going to do that again. Yeah, mistakes, failures, yep. best lessons, fastest way to learn and get better. <laughs> yeah, and it goes back to that old saying of like the the person who doesn't learn is a person who never tries. Yes. And if yes. you don't keep trying, you're never going to learn. You just got to have a go. Like exactly. what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. Yeah. And same when people like get worried about asking for things that they want or trying new things that they want, they're scared of that rejection. But if you still stay where you are without asking, you're in the same place exactly. regardless. Exactly. So why don't go for it? Like look at that opportunity or whatever that next goal is, find a strategy to do it yeah. and then just go for it. Yeah. And even if you don't have a strategy, just go anyway. Yeah. Just make it up along Figure the way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that saying like you jump off the cliff and then build the parachute on the way down. Pretty much. Sometimes how I feel like my life's going, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Just give it a whirl. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I just want to touch on what you were saying before about um, privilege and perspective. Yeah. Um, I, there was a story that I'd heard about a, a girl. Well, I listened to the story yeah. and um, she was saying how, you know, I didn't come from any privilege, um, but if both of her parents had been to university. They'd both had business mm. backgrounds. They'd both been really successful in what they did. And she said, oh, I was given nothing. Mm. I can really appreciate that she thinks that she's yeah. been given nothing in the way of like probably comparing herself yeah. to all the people around her. They may have had, you know, business grants or something that's been given to them by somebody else, yeah. whatever. That's a privilege. Yes, it is. To have the internet is a privilege. Yeah. To live in a world where you've got nice things around you, people you can talk to, you know, you can DM anyone on Instagram yeah. and say, hey, what did you do here? Can I get some advice? That's yeah. a privilege. Yeah, it is. And if we take a step back and look at what resources we actually have when we think we have none, we genuinely have so many. We're just not utilising them. I agree fully. And I do this all the time. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, no one likes me. No one wants to watch what I'm doing. You know, I didn't get enough likes on that one or uh, why am I getting enough paid things on whatever? Yeah. 
you know, why aren't I getting any campaigns thrown my way? And it's simply that it's not just me. It's like taking my channel vision away from just myself, opening my eyes and thinking, actually, I do have so many great things going on. Yeah. That perspective for me has, it's an ever changing thing and growing. Yeah. And to understand that I actually do have privilege, even though I've come from absolutely nothing. Yeah. And what I feel is absolutely nothing. I am actually privileged because I've been in, in these environments where I've been, you know, in front of celebrities, in front yeah. of incredible athletes, in front of like, you know, I've been flown in private jets. Yeah. And stuff. That's cool. That's privilege. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to I take agree you back fully. There and that. Um, because there's, and I guess that perspective thing, which I go to back into when I'm like going through challenging moments, yeah. whether it's just mindset or it's literally something bad happening in life, we all have that, the negative mindset come in sometimes. And yeah. I take a step back and I'm like, hang on, third world countries, like, Am I in a better place than them or my life's okay? Yeah. And if even if that's all that you've got to hold on to in that yeah. moment when you're like, life is so bad, yeah. if you can think of like, wow, third world country, at least have food and I have a roof over my head today. Um, and I sponsor a few kids in um, the Philippines. So cool. And it's not very much at all a month, but because of obviously the currency, that's a whole enough for them yeah. to live per a whole month. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, and I think that that's what I tie back to when I'm in that those worst moments of my life as well it's like we've actually got so much we even have internet we have free healthcare, or some of it it's free and then um obviously free schooling as well like in Australia it's actually so good yes yeah we are really lucky yeah yeah I've been through a lot of health um things at the moment with my daughter yeah she's almost two and it's been the most eye-opening experience to understand that you can literally walk into a hospital and get help. Yeah. Like if you are, if there's something wrong with you, yeah. you have to pay for that. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Whereas if you were born in another country, it might not be that easy or some people could die from sicknesses. Just if you just get a basic cold yeah. in some countries, that's enough to unfortunately be the end of your life. Like that's really sad. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Well, Mackenzie, my daughter, she's been, um, uh, she hasn't been diagnosed with anything specific yet. They're still testing a lot of those things. Yeah. But she's had pneumonia and a chronic cough for a long time. And the cough that the doctor actually said to me, typically 10 years ago, Yeah. you know, even living in Australia, 10 years ago, if she had this cough by the time she was 15 or 20 years old, if she continued having not, not any, yeah. getting fully better, she'd be dead. Oh, my goodness. And so to hear that shocking news about your daughter, you know, you want to see grandchildren and you want yeah. to see her carry on that name. And for someone to say that to you is so shocking. Yeah. And then to to realise how lucky we are and privileged we are to live in a country where we've got these facilities to yeah. be able to say, you know what, she won't have that scenario because she will be better. And yeah. that was only five or ten years ago. Yeah. So it's just crazy. Yeah, wow. It's just like so lucky. it's just like if I had my kid ten years earlier, the story would be different. Yeah, that's absolutely like yeah. whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Thank you for sharing like so openly about this as well. I feel that um it, it helps a lot of people to see things from a different perspective if if we're not trained to through, you know, our parents or something. Um, I think these messages like this really help. So thanks. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit, um, and now you're finally engaged. Yes. Um, So how does that feel? (laughs) It was amazing, actually. And it was just such a simple thing. Yeah. It was um, not something that I wasn't expecting, but it was certainly something that I was shocked by. Fabs and I had been together for eight years now, so um, it's been a long time coming. You know, we've moved into state. I've moved for him twice. And Mm. those upheavals of everything, career, friendships, lifestyle, all of that stuff, um, has been difficult and challenging for me. So to be able to work around those and still be consistently me has been, um, quite 
soul searching and <laughs> personality and all of those things defining. So uh, it's been a bit, cha- bit challenging, but yeah, being engaged is great. I never yeah. really cared so much about getting married. I was always like, yeah, I can't wait to be engaged. And it's literally nothing has changed in yeah. the way of my perspective on yeah. that. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're sort of talking to wedding planners and stuff now and very loosely. You know, yeah. we've had so much going on since we've been engaged. So of it's course. not been the biggest priority, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you have a date or any idea when you will get married? Or? Certainly not in 2020. Yeah, fair enough. Because <laughs> um, this is being recorded at the start of October in 2019. Yeah. So currently um, I'm talking to some places for, for dates. Yeah. The problem that we have at the moment is the supercars calendar that Fabian races oh, with. Of course. That's not coming out until 10 months away, August, oh, July, August next year in 2020. That makes so, it like nearly impossible to plan too far ahead. Quite literally, yes. <laughs> so we're just sort of waiting for that to come out so yeah. we can make some plans. I, our engagement party will not be until next year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not bothered. Yeah, time. and and I, there is, I guess, like so much else happening in life too. Oh, absolutely. Why rush and you can extend it and enjoy all the little moments along the way even more. Yeah, yeah. that's right. We want to do it before the kids go to school in 2023. Yeah. So sometime in the next four years. Yeah. <laughs> Cross yeah. your fingers for me. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, – and, when did the passion for you to start to start building your own um, personal brand and where, or where did also the passion to start the vlogs and everything, where did that come from? The personal brand for me has always been there. So mm-hmm. when I started modelling when I was 19, when I was living in Newcastle, I'll never forget the day where I sat down and I said, right, if I'm going to take this seriously, I'm going to do one or two things. One, if I earn more than $50,000 modelling this year, yeah. I will make this my career instead yeah. of pursuing my university degree. Uh, so the first year I think I made, I wrote it all down and every day on that calendar, I wrote how much money I'd made and how much tax I'd paid and whatever else. And I made $49,800. Wow. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm going to forgive myself for that $200 yeah. that I missed out on and go for this. Cause yeah. I think I could probably get a lot more than that for the next year. You know, it's of momentum. Modeling of is momentum. Course. And the more that you build that momentum. Yeah. The more and for your first year in modeling, I assume that was awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, I was doing yeah. promotional modeling. I was working my butt off. Mm. Um, and then I also had a firefighting job on the side of that as well. So yeah. I thought, okay, if I could make $60,000, a year, that's better than most people. Yeah. Particularly 19 or 20 year olds yeah. that are just studying uni as well at full time. So yeah. I was like, okay, we'll give this a whirl. And it progressively got better and I made a lot of great money and had so many good times doing that um, in Sydney and in Melbourne. And then when I moved to Melbourne, everything sort of changed for me. So that's when I sort of started to change my brand, not just to who I was, but to realise that the money that I was making in Sydney was very locational. Yes. I couldn't translate that directly into Melbourne because the market is completely different there. I'm a different looking person to most of the girls down there. And there is a much smaller market, therefore many less pools for me to make money out of. Uh, That was sort of... When I was living back in Newcastle, I thought, okay, if I take this seriously, I'm going to make a Twitter page, a Facebook, an Instagram. Well, Instagram wasn't actually around at that point. Yeah. And I think I'd made an Instagram account and just used it for the filters mm-hmm. to put pictures on I Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I think that's everyone did that back in the day. And then about two years later, I opened my Instagram account. I had about a thousand followers on there and I was like, oh, I haven't posted on this for like two years. Yeah. Why don't I start doing this again? And then off it went. And awesome. it, I just kept reposting all my modeling photos and things and it just slowly gained so much traction. I got to a point where I got about 40,000 followers and it really just started to die off and I lost so much interest in it because it was starting to become quite competitive and people were getting to that point. And I thought, 
okay, what am I going to do here? And then all of a sudden I got pregnant. Yeah. Hated how I looked when I was pregnant. Never oh, wanted wow. to share any of my pregnancy photos. And then right at the end I thought, you know what, stuff it. Who cares about what I look like? This is exactly who I am. Yeah. I put on 30 kilos with my twin pregnancy and I hated everything about it. And then when it was over, it took me a really long time to be back to who I was in myself. But I realized when I was pregnant and when I'd had those babies, so many people wanted to know about it. Yeah. And people were really interested in the truth. And that's when I decided, okay, enough with the BS. I just have to be myself, be really honest and truthful. I don't have to tell everything in all the gruesome details, Mm. but just be realistic about it. I've, you know, had mental health issues throughout the whole process. I've had postnatal depression. I felt like I wasn't worthy, like I'm not doing a very good job. Even this morning, while you spent 10 minutes with me and my kids, I'm asking them to sit on the couch and eat your breakfast (laughs) and they just won't listen. And that's frustrating. And at times when that's constantly pulling at you, and pushing at you, that's when it becomes really difficult. So my brain has really developed over time to really encompass all of that. Yeah. The motivation to be on YouTube has really struck me in the last 12 months because it gives me an opportunity and a platform to give you exactly who I am. Yeah. The full reality. And, yeah, they're edited in terms of cutting out all the arms and yeah. well, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I cut those out. No one wants to hear them. But apart from that, it's really the reality of my life yeah. and how busy and up and down it can be. Yeah, and I do get that authentic feel as well okay. from watching you um, on social media, seeing you at the Mining Her Business, seeing you today as well. There is actually a trueness and an authenticity through that and I love speaking to people that are authentic and when you meet them in like face-to-face and you've seen them online, that they're the same person. Yeah. It's not like a, oh. Are you the same person to what I watch online or yeah. different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I struggled with YouTube initially looking at myself on different angles. I don't like my chin. I don't like this about myself yeah. and whatever else. And I just thought, this is who you are. Yeah. Start liking it. It's not going to change. Yeah. Like, get on with it and yeah. just sort of be realistic with people. And, you know, you don't have to mention all the stuff that you don't like, but just get on with it. Yeah. Uh, and people don't care. No, you they know, don't. When you're watching other YouTube stuff or whatever. And They're not like, going to notice the little no. details that you're picking at about yourself. No. And, no one cares. Yeah. And I don't care what other people say it about themselves. Yeah. Like, oh, why are you bringing that up? Exactly. Yeah. Um, we don't even notice it, you know? Yeah. Nope. Yeah. And um, same, like things that I would notice myself about choosing which photo to put up, the person that's going to see that probably wouldn't even notice, yeah. like what I'm worried about. No. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. I, I, I learned that in modeling days. I'd pick out the 10 photos that I liked and they'd pick out a completely different 20. Wow. Uh, and I would think, oh, okay, maybe – I'm not seeing what they're seeing or they're not seeing what I'm seeing. Is it me or is it them or what is it? And, you know, 10 years on. That's a huge lesson. Yeah. You just sort of, your perspective changes on the whole thing because you just think no one really cares about the faults. Yeah. People just want to see that you're doing something and that you're speaking and standing for something. Yeah. As long as it's on the right path and, you know, you're not doing bad things. Yes. (laughs) People should, you know, receive that in the right way. Of course. And for someone else that's wanting to grow um, a personal brand as well, what would be your advice to someone just starting out? Uh, Know your values, Mm -hmm. know what you stand for. If you don't stand for anything, you'll stand for nothing. Yeah, I love that. And you just kind of get walked over in Mm -hmm. that space. Uh, Be really realistic and honest and true with your audience Mm -hmm. because particularly now and more and more so, we are getting very realistic with people. Our expectations are honesty. Um, Even if you look at the Rihanna Fenty show in New York, the, you know, a year ago, everybody would have been all about their phones and putting it online and seeing it all. Now the hype is take it off. Yeah, take wow. it offline. Don't let everybody see it exactly when it's happening, like create some hype. So people are really telling you what they really want. But if you're not listening to that, then you can't give them that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and if you're your authentic self, you don't have to change anything. I'm a terrible liar anyway. And yeah. I forget heaps of stuff. So yeah. <laughs> I just didn't feel like it would be worth me lying or, or saying anything. But in all honesty, if, if you're if you're true to who you are and you're doing all the right things and the best foot forward that you possibly can every single day, and not every day is going to be perfect. Yeah. And you're real about it. Yeah. People can a relate to you, b understand what what you're after and and what you're trying to achieve and see support you on that because people only expect the best from you if you're giving your best and you're trying your best. Yeah. But the moment that you say to someone, you know what, I'm having a crappy day today, they go, oh, me too. I'm so glad you highlight reels and saying that all yeah. the time. I, one of my girlfriends said to me, you know, this is what people want to see on Instagram, the life that they can't live or the luxury items that they can't buy and, I, and, I can't, and like the things that they can't mm. have and they can't relate to having. And I just thought – how did you come to that conclusion? Yeah, I agree. Because that's exactly the opposite of what I think. Yeah. Like you want things that are aspirational, sure, but if it's not attainable at all ever to you, it's really hard to relate to. Yeah. Or if you say, you know, if I'm driving a million-dollar Lamborghini and that's a lovely car, I can't afford that. Yeah. So if I'm saying, hey, you know what, I rented this, it was $700 today or whatever the price is, how great's this? People are going to go, oh, that's cool, she rented that and yeah. whatever, not oh, another thing we can't afford. It's yeah. just being honest with people. I think that's the best way to build the brand. That's how I've done it and people are starting to resonate with that now because it's not always been like that. Obviously, I've grown from when I was 19 to now I'm 31. There's 12 years of online life yeah. to find and there's a lot of terrible photos of me out there. <laughs> of everyone. There would be of everyone, you know, yeah. <laughs> oh, I think, God, why'd you do that? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm learning, right? I yeah. hear think rolling my eyes at my old self. My yeah. future self would be like, oh, don't be so hard on yourself, yeah. but whatever. I get you. Yeah. And what are some of your next um, goals for your life or business? Again, just growing my brand and just creating that life for me. I'm not entirely sure of that end goal. Yeah. I think it's forever changing and particularly for me, those goalposts are always moving. Right now, um, our health at home is the main priority. Yeah. I want to give Fabian the best um, life that he can at work and to enable him to do whatever he needs to do. I want to fully support him in his career. Yeah. Uh, funny you ask in terms of my life, um, I've actually had two business offers in the last week oh. to be business partners, two completely different fields. Yeah. One I'm really passionate about, one I never thought I'd be interested in, but I am actually very interested in, the yeah, deeper yeah. I dive into it. So I'm really unsure. The big question mark is there, but I'm happy to roll the punches and see where it takes me. Yeah. But I just know anything that I'm doing, I'm going to give 110% in. I don't want to be half there and half not. Yeah which is why I'm really non-committal at the moment because I know I can't yeah. commit. So, yeah, just yeah. seeing where life takes me and I uh, just want to be around my happy, healthy family. Yeah, I love that. And the final question that I ask everyone that comes on this podcast uh, is what is freedom to you? Well, lots of different things. Freedom to me is being able to live a life that I want to live every day and a little bit comes back to that story of when I bought the shoes and didn't mm-hmm. have to check my bank account. Because I've grown up with a very financially unstable life, freedom to me means financial freedom yeah, in every sense of the word, but it also just means health, wellness, and it's such a like cliche thing to say, but just having a happy, healthy life yeah, and none of that's ever been more important to me than right now considering I have sick kids. Yeah. Um, just being able to see them grow up and, and be happy and learn their life lessons and stuff and just be able to guide them in the right direction but also being able to have a life for Fabian and I that reflects all the hard work that we've done you know make good calls with with our investments and life and things and to be able to live comfortably I think that is particularly freedom 
yeah. to us. Yeah, nice. I don't know whether that's a cheesy response or a good response. It doesn't matter. Response. Everyone's is different. Like, yeah. I've not had one that's the same. Yeah, so, right. you know, um, yeah, it's really cool to hear. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today and answering all of our questions to inspire and help more people. Yeah, So um, if you want to check out Becky, it's just at Becky Lamb on Instagram. Um, and you also have a website and also YouTube. Where else can people find you mainly? Uh, Twitter and Facebook as well. Awesome. So Becky underscore Lamb yep. um, on Twitter and Instagram. And yep. BeckyLamb.com on my website. Uh, Becky Lamb on YouTube. Yeah. And Becky Lamb Official, I think, on Facebook. Yeah, cool. I don't know why. The Becky links Lamb will be official. in the, the notes of this <laughs> podcast as well. You look below if you're watching this, Beautiful. listening. Thanks. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, awesome. My pleasure. And if anyone wants to ever send me a DM or anything, like I try and get back to them as soon as I can all the time. It doesn't happen every time on that same day. But maybe a few days, I'll get back to you. <laughs> and that's life because our inbox is not our main priority. Our family and the people in yeah. front of us should be our main priority. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Thank you. My pleasure.